Hi everyone, it's Neva. Welcome back, or if you're new, I'm a singer slash songwriter. You can find all my songs, all my social media, and more on my website, which will be linked down below. Also, also, I just recorded my new mini vlog, so you can also check that out. That will be linked down below, and you can also find it in my website. So, yeah. I don't think I've ever talked to the about this, about this, but I'm like the type of person who will try to be like a detective in any situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm that person. You know, that one friend who makes any sort of problem into a full-on investigation. That's me. For like example, if me and my friends are like just sitting there and somebody ate the last piece of cake, I'll full on get like a notepad out and start like, you're a suspect, you're a suspect, or like, you know, like everybody's a suspect and who did it, like a murder, even though it's not a murder, like just detective mode. That's, that's the kind of person I am. Even though this is a moreover music podcast, I've been inspired. So I've been seeing a lot of Spotify podcasts lately that are like, murder mystery you know true crime that murder you know you know yeah so wouldn't it be fun if we did a little murder ourselves not not to be weird or creepy but you know murder is fun no it's not don't ever think that that is no but talking about and listening to murder stories am i wrong to like that i'm sorry i just think murder mysteries are just so entertaining intriguing edge of your seat i don't know speaking of murder mystery there's a new series on netflix called fame game it's um actually a bollywood like an indian series but it's really good and there are english subtitles to it and they mostly speak english though there are just some hindi scenes but you should totally watch it. It's really good. It's about a celebrity who goes missing. And the entire family knows a little bit about it. Like something, everybody knows something, but you don't quite know. And there's like back flashes or like, you know, like just like cut scenes where they randomly, you know, do back flashes and they just go back and forth. It's like edge of your seat. You should totally watch it. This is unsponsored, by the way. But anyways, today we're going to be talking about a short murder. By short, I mean the story is pretty, pretty small, not the murder. The murder wasn't short. Like, how would you speed run murder? Anyways, the Florida Lotto murder. Okay, sit back or keep working on something if you're just doing something. Maybe you're listening to this podcast while you're in bed or sitting on the couch or emptying the dishwasher. Who knows? Whatever. Just chill and let's go. Okay, so this murder starts off with a guy named Abraham Shakespeare. He was a normal guy. Well, actually, he was a little poor and he did have some, like, bad jobs. But overall, he was an average dude. So, Abraham Lee Shakespeare was a casual laborer from the U.S. who won a 30 million lottery jackpot in Florida, receiving 17 million in 2006. In 2009, his family declared him missing, and in January 2010, his body was found buried under a concrete slab in the backyard of his house. But, let's slow down here. Who is this guy? How, how does this murder start? Did he go missing? Uh, like, like, what? You're probably as confused as I am. Let's get into it. 
Okay, so basically Abraham Lee Shakespeare was living his life, you know, being a normal person. He decided to buy a scratch ticket for the lottery, and he was lucky because he won. But basically how it played out was he went to a gas station and he bought, like, a normal lottery ticket. He had change. So apparently he had, like, change he had bought in, like, maybe, I think it was a drink or, like, food, whatever, that's not important. But with that money with his leftover money. So basically, with his gas station change, he used it to buy a lottery ticket in Florida. He was alone in his house, which was pretty small. It was a one-story house, but I don't know the square feet, but I'm just gonna tell you, it's small, smaller than the average home. And he was sitting there watching TV, and he was looking at the lottery channel, and he won. Unexpected winning, because he didn't even think that he could possibly win until he saw the numbers, and he was like, oh my God, I won. He specifically won $30 million, but only received $17 million in 2006 because of debt. After this kind of poor guy got $30 million, he was like, you know, crazy. He had no debt anymore. He could pay for like a huge house and he also bought three cars. With money comes power. Luckily, he didn't really abuse that power. But other people did. A lot of people he didn't know started asking him like, oh, can I have some money or can I have some money? And Bestie, I would totally ask this guy for money. I mean, it's $30 million. You're gonna share, right? Please share. But of course, at the same time, this guy was getting harassed by multiple people he didn't know who were asking him for money. So of course, he eventually got, well, you know, mad about it and just annoyed. Pretty much done with it. While being harassed by all these people, his co-worker also sued him saying that he stole the ticket from his co-worker's bag. Which obviously wasn't true, so in court, the judge sided with him. That didn't really interfere in, well, the murder. It's not very important, but it's a fact you should probably know to, I guess, understand the murder more. Anyways, moving further along. Back to how he was kind of getting harassed because he had so much money. In particular, there was this one girl, <clears throat> this one girl, who said she wanted to write a quote-unquote book about him. What? Because he was like one of the first black people, black man, sorry, not trying to be racist, to win the lottery, and she wanted to write a book. Yeah, yeah, totally, a book about him. <clears throat> but anyways... This girl, she tells him, Yeah, I kind of want to write a book about you. You're like inspiring. You won the lottery. Wow. And then Abraham Shakespeare is like, Nah, we should start a business together. She's like, What? What? Yeah, let's start a business, Abraham says. So together, they start a business for who knows why. And I'm going to have to search it up what their business was even about. It just says they started a business. To circle back and be more specific, friends stated Shakespeare had grown frustrated with the apparently consistent appeals for money from both hangers and strangers. He told his brother, and I quote, I'd, I'd have been better off broke, and told a childhood friend, I thought all these people were my friends, but then I realized all they want is just money. One of these people was Doris Doegan. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Doris? Anyways, people call her Dee Dee Moreau. More? I don't know. 
Dee Moore, I think, who launched a business with Shakespeare, Abraham Shakespeare LLC. Okay, so that's the business. I don't know what it is, though. Giving herself control of the firm's funds. Oh, so Dee Dee Moore started a business with Shakespeare called Abraham Shakespeare LLC, giving herself control of the firm's funds. Moore subsequently withdrew one million and bought herself a Hummer, a Chevrolet, basically cars. She basically just withdrew one million from Abraham Shakespeare's like bank account because she had control of the firm's funds. I guess somehow Abraham's money got into their so-called business money. So she had access to his money and bought herself three cars, a truck and two USVs. Wait, why does it say USVs? I think that's a typo. I think, yeah, that's a typo. She later claimed that the money was a gift from Shakespeare. So she says she got three cars as a gift from Shakespeare, which is kind of suspicious already. Okay, moving along. On November 9th, 2009, Shakespeare's family reported him missing. Kinda sus, stating that they had not seen him since April of that year. You think they would've noticed, like, from November to April that, you know, he, he wasn't there? You would think he would notice, but apparently not. Family and friends had originally hoped that he had taken his money and was living on a beach in the Caribbean Sea. So somehow they thought he was living in the Caribbean Sea on a beach. What? Like, where did you get that from? A tip-off led investigators to the backyard of the home. So basically, some sort of lead that was given that he was somewhere in the backyard of a home purchased by Moore. Again with Moore, who is basically Dee Dee, who is sus. She, she's weird. We, we have no idea what... Like, she's acting pretty weird. She, like, started a so-called business. She got three cars as a gift from Shakespeare. Hmm. And now she purchased a home with a lead that, for some reason, Abraham is in the backyard of that home. But anyways, so apparently Shakespeare's body was found buried 19 feet under the dirt of a new constructed concrete slab. At also... Shakespeare was 42 at the time, but I have more on that. So basically what happened was Moore was a suspect, like the detectives knew, yeah, he, if he went missing, Moore is kind of being really suspicious right now, really sketchy. She really, she actually murdered Abraham Shakespeare so that she could get you know, his money. That was pretty obvious. But basically, she was in urge to get rid of the body. She didn't know how. She didn't know how murder works. She didn't know. So, she got a friend, or somebody who she thought was her friend, to help. This person was actually an undercover cop. And she told this person all about, like, I have the body here, this is Shakespeare, I killed him, I wanted his money, you know, blah blah blah. And then she was like, I'm going to bury him under this concrete slab so that nobody will be able to, you know, dig him up because it's concrete. Of course, the person she was telling all of this to was actually an undercover cop. And so that undercover cop, you know, was like, at the very end, the very end, he was like, 
Oh, also, more. get it right. I'm an undercover cop. You should have known. You should have known. The undercover cop specifically came to, you know, be so-called Moore's friend because Doris Doing, her last name came, her last name keeps changing in every article I read for some reason. But anyways, specifically everybody calls her Dee Dee Moore. She was born July 25th, 1972 and was the prime suspect in the death of Abraham Shakespeare. She was married to James Moore in 1992 and has a son who was born in 1995. In 2001, Moore was convinced of insurance fraud and falsely reporting a crime. She served a year of probation. Moore filed for bankruptcy in 2002. But technically, this was just background. This is just background information of Moore. Murder happened somewhere around 2006 to 2008. And to make all of this a little easier, I'm going to go back in with the investigation, what specifically happened. So before the police found Shakespeare's body, Moore said Shakespeare had decided to leave town and had gone to Texas, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, or Orlando. Which is like, these are really vague and like really far away. So either or, these are like complete random location she probably made up by the top of her, her head. So at the time, people were already suspicious. She also came up with another lie saying that he also may have been sick in a hospital, which is like, what are these excuses? Moore also said that Shakespeare was tired of people asking him for money, which was true, so she helped him leave town. Ironic that she is kind of the one asking him for money and kind of making him stressed out because of it. But whatever. After police found his body under a concrete slab in the backyard of the home she put in her boyfriend's name, Moore told the police different versions of what happened to Shakespeare. Again with the lies. Moore in turn blamed drug So Moore blamed drug dealers, a lawyer, and her 14-year-old son. How can you blame your 14-year-old son for a That's so unhumane whatever. She later said she killed Shakespeare in self-defense. This girl is on another level. Anyways, soon after the disappearance of Shakespeare, Moore, who was living in Shakespeare's house, kept using his cell phone and sending messages to his friends and relatives pretending she was Shakespeare. Bro, this girl has it all planned out. The people who received this thought, this doesn't sound like Shakespeare, and were very suspicious. When people texted Shakespeare's phone back with questions that could not be answered by Moore, no response was given. Dang, this girl really left them unread. During the same time that Moore was trying to make it appear as though Shakespeare was alive, she tried to find another person who she could take the blame for Shakespeare's death for $50,000. Girl, you have more than literally $10 million and you're gonna give me $50,000. That's not fair. That's not fair for me to have to cover up a murder. A murder. $50,000 isn't anything. She also offered to pay someone to dig up and move Shakespeare's body to another location. Dang. Property records showed that Moore's company, American Medical Professionals, bought Shakespeare's house. So basically, the co a company called America, American Medical Professionals bought Shakespeare's house. Moore told investigators she paid Sh Shakespeare a lot of money for his home and paid a lot for his outstanding loans, which were actually worth a lot more. 
So, so basically, he paid. She paid. She so-called paid these outstanding loans, but she didn't pay enough. Like she paid very minimum, very less than how much she was really supposed to pay to actually cover these outstanding loans. To others, however, there is no evidence showing she even paid Shakespeare anything. Moore offered the mother of one of Shakespeare's two sons a two hundred thousand home if she would lie to deactivate. Oh, if she would lie to deact detectives. So basically, this girl really offered. Oh my God, she literally offered Shakespeare's mom to lie to detectives and tell them she had seen him recently, which is kind of sus if you're Shakespeare's mom, worried about where Shakespeare is, and then some random girl who's like the main suspect tells you to lie that you actually did see them, him. I mean, I would be very suspicious. She also paid $5,000 to a relative of Shakespeare to give her mother a birthday card and imply it was from him. Wow, that's actually, wow. Through the investigation of Moore, it was learned that she had once staged a scene to fraudulently, wait, oh yeah, fraudulently keep a vehicle which was in danger of being repossessed after falling behind on the payments. So basically she bought a car and, you know, she wasn't paying, so it's probably gonna go away. But anyways, she had someone store the car in her garage and pretend she was kidnapped, sexually assaulted, and carjacked. What? So wait, what? Let me understand that for a second. Through the investigations, it was... Oh, I'm sorry, I said it wrong. So no, she did not fall back on her car payments. She just tried to stage a scene. So you know, tried to fake. Make it look like she had, you know, someone stole her car in a garage and then pretended you know, somebody had kidnapped her, sexually assaulted her, and carjacked. I guess she did this so that people would say like, oh, I'm a victim. How could I possibly kill somebody if I'm being, you know, criminalized, criminalized. That's not even, a, I don't know. She literally even taped her own wrist and threw herself from someone else's car. She later pleaded no, no consent to the charge and received probation. Now let's talk about the conviction of Moore. On December 10, 2012, Moore was convicted of first-degree murder for killing Shakespeare and was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. With an additional minimum sentence of 25 years for possessing a gun in the course of a violent felony. So yeah, this girl did all of this for what? For what? I don't even know. Some people are crazy. Like, I'm crazy, but this is another level. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys are having a great day, or I hope you have a great day so far. Don't forget to check out my website, which I will definitely have linked below. And if you like this kind of content, I suggest you follow. Bye! Love y'all.